Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with the bassist Jamie and the Australian jazz group called Firetail. Their music spans from 70s jazz fusion, South Indian Carnatic music, and their very own brand of Jazztronica. Formed in 2018 as a collaborative recording project, Firetail has developed an ambient approach to songwriting that blends soul-infused rhythms with evocative melodies and driving percussion. Paper Mache Cave is their newly released single, came out in early March 2023. This is the first of an upcoming debut album for the band. Enjoy the story. Well, hey, thank you for taking a minute out to talk about the project. No worries. We really appreciate the uh, the time uh, to have a chat. Thank you. You bet. So let's talk about the brand new album and kind of in the context of we've been living through COVID. So before we get into that, where, where are you coming from exactly? We are based in Melbourne, Australia. Okay, cool. Um, so the, uh, the sun is just rising right now. Oh, wow. Normally the time I would be coming home from a gig, not sort of waking up. So please excuse me if I'm a little slow on the uptake with my responses because I'm just sort of rubbing the sleep out of my eyes at the moment. Forgive me if I'm a little delayed too because I'm going to be taking notes. I love the future, so I want to know what happens. Well, the sun has risen. (laughs) There you go. That's that's a good thing. Looks like we got the beginnings of a Hemingway novel. So, um, (laughs) so, For whom the bell tolls. That's right. (laughs) You know, COVID's kind of taken over everything. How does it feel to have new material coming out, surviving COVID, the world's waking up? Um, How does it feel? It does actually feel rather strange. Uh, here in Melbourne, we did go through one of the most intense lockdowns in the world. They, yeah, we had curfew, we had curfews for 8 p.m. We were, you know, allowed outside of our house for one hour of exercise per day, and yeah, so it was a very intense time. Lots of, uh, you know, lots of confusion, lots of uh, lots of angry people, just like it was the world around. Uh, personally, you know, so I'm a hairdresser, that's my sort of side business, and a musician. So those two things were just sort of off the cards. So the music that I was writing at that time, which is, you know, it's probably about, you know, over half of the material on our latest album, it's all sort of, it's all sort of coming from, from that space and from those, those times. But, you know, at the moment, Things are like you know Melbourne's opened back up. Things are things are good at the moment. We're all out. Everyone's happy. Everyone's happy to be out doing doing gigs. Uh, it feels a little strange because you know how how things are. Music takes time. By the time you write a song, by the time you get into the studio, by the time you finally get it mixed and mastered and ready, that can be you know a year or two. So it's mixed, it's mastered, and it's ready. Um, but it is. It's from, and the world moves so fast at the moment, you know what I mean? One or two years these days, a lot, a lot, a lot happens. It's kind of nice, it's kind of nice, I feel, to uh, finally have these songs coming out, finally release that energy that we were feeling at the time. And yeah, I think we're ready to, uh, to, uh, to, to, to move on to the, to the next thing now. That's the thing about having interviews about albums is that you're already moving on. It's something that has happened. I mean, it just takes a while to do things. But talk to me a little bit about this album and, you know, just the fact that, you know, you're going to be able to play live shows to support it now that things are opening up. We have, we have a tour coming up to, um, to support this, uh, this first single that we're, we're releasing. 
And that is very exciting. So um, throughout March and April, um, we're heading all over the country in Australia, and um, we have a, a string of dates. Um, and yeah, it's just it's really great to 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 get out there and do you know and do shows because you know I talk about this all the time. It's funny that um that the the the, the one and a half hours that you're on stage performing, I mean, that's the golden moment, isn't it? That's what all the hard work's for. That's what all the rehearsals are for. That's what all the tweaking of songs is for. So, and it's such a small moment because all those other things take up the 99% of what you do. So it's very exciting to have a lot of shows coming up. We've got, you know, jam-packed weekends, a lot of festivals. So we're very excited to, you know, um, to yeah, just get in front of the audience and do our thing. So talk to me a little bit about how Fire Tail came together. How did all of this happen? I was living in a share house. Uh, I just moved in and my flatmate, my good friend, Eric Parker, I was lucky enough that he had turned um, our four-car garage into a studio, a recording studio. So I was living there and um, he's also an engineer and that's not really my forte. So putting together Firetail, it's something that I've wanted to do for years and years and years because I'm, I'm a bass player. So I've been, I've been the bass player for many, many, many bands. Always, always, you know, keeping down, keeping down the rhythm, keeping it down in the rhythm section. But along the way, in all those bands, I just started collecting a catalog of songs that I would bring to certain groups and they might, you know, and I'd say, oh, that's not really fitting right here. It's a little bit weird. It's a little bit out there. And I'd secretly in my mind, I'd be like, I'd, I'd place that into this area. But I knew one day I will start a band and all of these songs are going to get their, get their chance. Um, so that's pretty much what Firetail was. It started off, I... I was a little bit um, nervous to ask people to join in a band because that's sort of like asking someone to be in a relationship because, you know, it's kind of a big deal. You, it's, it's not just one, a one-off gig. It's do you want to actually join this project, go to the rehearsals, do the tours, and, you know, be in this for the next few years. So I didn't actually come out and ask anybody. I started off uh, by uh, the... Um, I started off by inviting lots of different musicians over and I made it very casual. Uh, originally I just sort of said, the, uh, the idea was come on over and I, I got together a new band every week. We did um, one two hour rehearsal and in that time I brought in, in, in a, uh, like a musical idea. We as a band sort of fleshed it out and then we came back a week later and we'd record that, that song. And then we would just make a quick phone video and we would very quickly just put it out into the world. The next week I'd get in new musicians and we'd do the same thing. One, two hour rehearsal, then we'd quickly uh, record next week. And I did that for a few months, just getting lots of different musicians in. I think I was secretly auditioning people without them knowing. And eventually the people that the music resonated with, when we started to do live performances, because I'd always ask different people, the same people kept on saying yes over and over and over again. And after about a year, um, we had a pretty solid sort of group. So 
So then I finally popped the question and I said, hey, how about we actually be a band and we do this, you know, we actually get serious. And yeah, that's, so that's how it started. So talk to me a little bit about why it works so well. How is the chemistry? How is, how is it that, that what, what is it that makes the band work well? I think it works so well because, uh, because the, the members, because of that process of, um, of sort of, you know, um, try, trying different people, lots of different people, lots of musicians, the, the members that we have now, um, even though I do the majority of the songwriting, when I wrote these songs, I never had, I never had these people in mind and what they bring to the, to the music. It's just, um, it's, it's so, it's so, it's so cool because it's stuff that I just, I didn't imagine. So it makes, it makes my compositions feel so much fresher. Uh, for example, our percussionist, uh, Ketchum, um, he, he plays a lot of South Indian percussion, lots of tabla, um, he's also an MC, he's a rapper, and so he brings that to the fire tail table as well. Um, and you know, like having a heavy South, and he also does South Indian kinetic singing. So, you know, those three things in one package of Kesh are things that I didn't really think of um, when it came to my own music. But when I listen to what he does with the music, it's just, it just comes together so well. And every single person in all of their roles, they do the exact same thing. They all bring, um, they all bring their, their own unique sound and voice. And I see my role as sort of the band leader, um, rather than to write for them, I, I just give them very vague ideas and suggestions and I let them, I let them have pretty much free reign if they're feeling something and if they're, if they're in the zone, I just step out of the way and I just say, go for it. And I think, I think now, especially on this latest album, because we've released two EPs previous to this and with those two EPs, it was probably definitely more driven by myself doing the songwriting. Um, whereas with this album, We've opened up a lot to everyone in the band, bringing in compositions. And in fact, we, just to keep it interesting for ourselves, on the last day of, of recording, everyone, everyone um, was tasked with bringing in, a t <clears throat> excuse me, with bringing in a two minute tune. And the rule was, because we set ourselves rules, was, to bring in a two-minute tune that can be taught to people in two minutes. So this wasn't going to be your magnus opus. This was going to be something that was, uh, you know, had to be um, learnt quickly. Um, and that was really, really fun. That's some of my favourite tunes on the album are these six two-minute tunes, which we sort of, you know, just all came up with and all added our parts very, very quickly. Let's say you come to Kansas City to perform this album how do you explain a live show and how do you convince people in Kansas City to come see you guys live? That's a very good question. So, first of all, we'd love to come to Kansas City and if we ever do get there, the people, uh, they, they should do themselves a favor and definitely come and check out a Firetail performance uh, because we, we bring a lot of energy. Um, I know that we're 
you know, we're, we're doing the jazz thing, but a lot of our members, they come from a lot of different, a lot of different uh, musical backgrounds, a lot of, you know, um, uh, you know, sort of just a huge range of genres and it's a, it's a, it's a highly energetic show. There's lots of jumping around on stage. Um, there's lots of interaction between us, the audience, ourselves. And we also, because we're a a six-piece instrumental band, uh, so what we usually do for our live show to keep it entertaining is we get a lot of different guest performers to come and join us. And that's going between um, dancers, spoken word artists, singers, uh, MCs, rappers. Um, We change it up all the time. We like to have have a great mix of, you know, improvisation, free jazz, really well-composed pieces. Um, and we have a lot of fun. And I think if any great band out there is enjoying themselves and having fun, then that generally translates to their live show. So tell everybody the, 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 where they can pick up the new album and learn about the band, learn about live shows, anything related to that. Uh, the, I mean, you know, where the, the first single of the album will be released um, tomorrow. So that will be available on all, on all streaming platforms out there. Um, so whatever is your preferred choice of finding music, we should be there. Of course, we have a Bandcamp page, and that is uh, probably the best, um, the best platform for artists. Um, to find our album. We'll be releasing the album on a vinyl. So for the vinyl lovers out there, that's probably the best way to get your hands on something physical that you can, uh, that you can, uh, that you can spin and you can see the artwork as well, which I do myself. So, you know, that's an, that's an added bonus there. Wonderful. Jamie, thank you for taking a minute out on behalf of Firetail to talk about the, the single, your life and music, the life of the band. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having us, Joe. It's been a real pleasure. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players in Australia, Kansas City, and spots all over the world, giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Jamie for his time, energy, and story on behalf of the band. If you want to hear more interviews, you can find Neon Jazz archived interviews on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe to us at YouTube and for everything Neon Jazz all the time. Go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, Enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.